The text for July 3 comes from that wonderful passage in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 5. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Before we can understand the full weight of Isaiah's woe, we must realize why he is undone. It's because of what he had witnessed. Earlier in that chapter, beginning at verse 1, he tells that King Uzziah, a king who ruled and reigned for many years in Israel, had died, and in that year he saw a vision of the Lord, the eternal Lord of glory, high and lifted up, seated upon his own throne. In that passage, and I hope you will take time to go back and read Isaiah 6, 1 through 5 on your own, he sees the throne of the Lord of glory, representing his power and authority, high and lifted up. And the Lord is wearing a robe which represents his wealth, his beauty, and his power filling the temple. And he's surrounded by angelic creatures called the seraphim, beautiful six-winged creatures who used two wings to cover their face, representing their awe and humility before God. And with two, they covered their feet in recognition that they were mere creatures. And with two wings, they flew, meaning they hovered in the presence of God in a worshipful and service-filled mission. And they chanted, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. This three times statement, repetition, representing emphasis in the Hebrew language, means that there is an exponential holiness beyond comprehension in the Lord of hosts, this one of transcendent glory. And it was seeing those things that caused the prophet Isaiah to confess, woe is me. There's no statement that we can make beginning with the word I, which leads to salvation. If we say I am a good person, or I am a member of the church, or I give regularly, None of those understand the point. It is only, woe is me, I am a sinner. In other words, seeing the great contrast between himself and this majestic and glorious and transcendent Lord of hosts caused him to realize the concentration of sin within him. Oswald Chambers says, When I come into the presence of God, I do not realize that I am a sinner in an indefinite sense, but I suddenly realize, and the focus of my attention is directed toward the concentration of sin in particular areas of my life. My words, my thoughts, my actions, my attitudes, all are exposed before this all-seeing, all-knowing, all-holy and majestic God. But the beauty of this, the good news of this, is the last verse of the passage in which, in verse 6, the seraphim came 
and with a burning coal touched his lips and said, Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. Because a ransom price has been paid, we can be and are set free from our sin. Do you struggle with ongoing guilt? Stop it. Confess to the Lord. You are glorious. I am sinful. I am undone. Atone for me, and it will be done. This is the good news of the gospel.